Thank you for listening to part three of In The Moment. Welcome to part four. Who's next? Sicko Award. He's so fake, but I'm so rich. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. All right, I got two Sicko Awards to give out this week. The first one is going to the AMAs. Why? Oh. I don't no. fuck with them. I, I will never watch no. the American Music Awards or whatever it stands for again. Uh, reason being, they asked Chris Brown to do a Michael Jackson tribute for Thriller. Yeah. And then practically back. days before the performance, they pulled it. Mm-hmm. I, I got to s- jump in here. What? This is Tommy, by the way. Uh, what happened with that? So, well, the AMAs basically reached out to Chris Brown and said, we want you to do a 40th anniversary, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because thr- Thriller 40 just came out. Mm-hmm. So Chris Brown gathered some of the best dancers that he could find, as well as Sierra, and she gathered some of the best dancers that she could find, and they posted some of these videos of the rehearsals that they were having where it was like, I mean, they was killing it. And if you've ever seen, like, all of the dances that Michael and them used to do, that's those are not easy routines to learn. Mm-mm. So I would imagine it took weeks and weeks of work for them to actually get it to where they had it. And then right before the performance, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming... They got some heat from the ads that wanted to uh, promote their award shows, saying, I don't know if Chris Brown is such a good option because of some of the heat that Chris Brown has faced. And they basically just pulled it and said, we're done with it, and told Chris and all of the other dancers who were working on it, we're good, never mind. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I just heard about it, like, right before the AMAs. And uh, and then, like, as soon as I heard about it, it was over. It was done. It got pulled. It was, it was, a, it was a last-minute decision that they randomly did. Mind you, when I've been practicing weeks and weeks for this, and you're going to tell me, like, days before, oh, never mind. I know you've been putting in work. You and your crew have been spending time on this. But, oh, never mind. Like, how crushing is that? I would have loved to have seen that. What he should have done is got, like, a camera crew and did, like, his own video and put it out. That thing would have blown So what he what he released was a little bit of the rehearsals. Yeah, Yeah. I saw parts of that. Yeah, but that's it. But, yeah, if they would have done the whole thing. His aunt told him to do that. I wish he would have did it. His aunt told him that you should literally live stream at the same exact time as the AMAs. Oh. I wish he would have done that. That would have been great. And I I don't know how to feel about, like, so Kelly Rowland obviously got up and accepted the award on his behalf, and she was vocal. And I love Kelly, and I'm glad that she did say something about it. But then I ain't going to lie. There was a part of me that was like, I don't think any black artist should have been there. Mm-mm. Like, why are you there? Maybe you could speak to this, Tommy. I get it. I do. I get the whole Chris Brown thing. People don't want to let go of the Rihanna thing. Domestic violence is a terrible thing. It's horrible. I completely understand it. Fine. One, no. Why they ask him in the first place? I mean, this is not like breaking yeah. news. And to me, you're doing more than just canceling Chris Brown. You're canceling Michael Jackson. And you and you have to know the history of the AMAs and Michael Jackson. In like 1980, it would have been the 84 AMAs, like that January. Mm-hmm. Michael took home like seven or eight awards. That year, the AMAs and the Grammys, it was all Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. That's insane. And before Michael passed, he actually stamped Chris Brown as the guy mm-hmm. to continue to try to emulate what Michael had done. I mean, he stamped Chris Brown as the guy. So what I don't get, and I'm I'm genuinely asking, right? For some reason, it seems as if Chris Brown has gotten, like, the worst of the heat when it comes to this domestic violence incident. But there's been so many artists who have been tied up in domestic violence incidents. And I don't want to go through the list, 
But the one that comes to mind is John Lennon, more than anyone. Mm. You can look this up. John Lennon has said himself, I used to literally beat my girlfriend up on a daily basis. I was like that. And yes, he said, I've grown and I've changed and I've learned. And that's why he was behaving the way he was behaving. God bless his soul for the way he passed. But he was honest about that. He came out in the interview and said, I was like that. And no one seems to care. So why is it? Seem like so many people forgive John the Beatles. They'll worship the Beatles. And you never even hear of this. When I bring this John Lennon situation up, there are so many people who have never even heard about it. They don't even know it's a thing. A quick Google search will show you because he didn't hide it. They forgave him. Why they can't forgive Chris Brown? I genuinely don't understand that. I never knew about John Lennon. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to lie to you. See my point? I don't, I don't know. Tommy? I don't know either. Um, but Mo is absolutely right. His first wife, Cynthia Johnson, uh, he admitted being verbally and physically abusive to her. Now, I don't know. You know, back then, you know, that was the late 60s, early 70s. And back then, you didn't have social like you do today. Mm-hmm. So- and when that whole Chris Brown, Rihanna thing happened, it was it blew up everywhere. Social media spread it faster than probably what so happened at that time. I would say in today's world it's a much hotter spotlight on people when things like that happen. That's fair. But it, it just it bothers me. Mm-hmm. But it's fair, right? Because all of this is at your disposal. It's not hard to find, right? Like I found it. But at the same time, you still have a valid point in it's not just that, oh, Chris Brown was practicing for this. No, the AMAs asked you him asked to be him. a part of this. You went out your way to ask him. Said, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. You it's, know? it's funny y'all are talking about this, Mo. Talking about Chris Brown, and it's right here at Christmas time. I have a Michael Vick ornament when he played for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since the whole dog thing went down, I have not put Michael Vick on my tree. Mm. But I haven't gotten rid of the ornament. Mm-hmm. But like, he served his time. I feel like, you know, that was enough. But I feel like I'm going to be judged if I put that ornament on my tree and somebody walks in my house. I know I shouldn't care. No, I get but it, I know though. I know somebody's going to judge Would me say something. if they say, Tommy, you got a dog. Why you got Michael Vick on your tree? Mm. See? And that's a conflicting thing. It Dang, is. Tommy. But it's, it's like the same thing, though, with Chris it Brown. Is. You know, it his, is, yeah. his history, at what point, you know, have they served their penance and, you know, you, you can forgive them and and move on? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Because I paid a lot of money for that ornament. <laughs> 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 I'm, just, I'm just saying, to, to have Mike in a box every year, yeah. I'm not getting my money's worth. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad you shared that, Tommy. I appreciate you. Because that's fair. Like, at what point? Do you forgive people, right? Like, we're all human. Obviously, everybody doesn't know the worst of all of our mistakes. But, yeah, some people, you do. You know the worst. But it just seems as if people will forgive certain people for things. And in other people, it's like you have to pay for your one bad mistake Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. You shouldn't have to. I hate to do this, but what would you say the percentage is when it comes to Chris Brown? What would you say the percentage of forgiveness is for black fans and for white fans? I, the percentage for black fans is, is, well, obviously a lot higher. 
Yeah. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it took black fans a long time, but I think black fans actually started to truly accept forgiving him when Rihanna forgave him. Right. Yes. I think when Rihanna finally came out and said, I forgive him, I think that's when a lot of black fans was like, okay. And then on top of that, they got back together after that. And then that's when it was over. But a lot of white fans, for whatever reason, it almost seems as if they were even mad at Rihanna, Mm -hmm. who was the victim. But then she got attacked when she came out and forgave him. Like, I remember that. I was like, wow, Rihanna's being attacked now. She's the victim. So I really don't know why, but it really does seem like the majority of white fans will not let the Chris Brown thing go, ever, for Mm -hmm. any reason. And that's why I bring up the John Lennon example. And the reason I bring I brought that up is because back when the Michael Jackson stuff was going on with the molestation accusations and all that, mm-hmm. it seemed to me like the black community got behind Michael more than the white community did. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Which goes into what LeBron is currently trending for, which is what we were going to talk about next anyway, where he just said, when I came to these, uh, this little press conference, y'all had all of these questions about Kyrie Irving. But, but now none. that Jerry Jones picture has popped up, and y'all know it's documented that LeBron is a Cowboys fan. Everybody knows that. Why was there not one question about Jerry Jones? Mm-hmm. You're talking about a Jerry Jones picture where he's back in the crowd during segregation? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Lord. And he said he was just there for... Uh, he, he was said, to he check was it observing. out. Observing. He said, my, I had no clue what is even going on. <laughs> my ass. All right. Yeah, he, okay. was, he was like seven deep Sir. in the crowd. He, he knows was. why he was there. He does. And it's obviously. Your a, coach told you not to go for a reason. Because he said that he's like, our coach told us not to go for a reason. Man. So as a Cowboys fan, right? Because mm-hmm. I got a lot of questions about this. I'm like, this is not difficult to understand. Because somebody even wrote me and said, how can you be a, a Cowboys fan after Jerry Jones has done this. Man, I was like, I know you're not black asking me that question because technically where can a black person go and not experience any kind of racism? Come on now. I guess I can't go to the movies. I can't even go see Black Panther. It's probably a racist in there. I can't go to work. It's probably a racist there. I can't go to my community. It's probably a racist there. I can't go to the store. It's probably a racist there. There's a racist everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? There's nothing you can do about that. If you don't like somebody on your team... You don't just not like the whole team. That's one person on the team. I will always love the Cowboys. It has nothing to do with Jerry Jones. When I was a kid, I became a Cowboys fan because of my family, not because of Jerry Jones. Right. All of the owners in the NFL got probably got a little bit of racism in them, especially if they're Jerry Jones's age. That's what Colin Kaepernick was pointing out in the doc in the documentary. Right. That's obviously a problem. That's why you don't see a lot of black men in those leadership positions in the NFL. At the same time, it was a long time ago. Do I think Jerry Jones is the same person today? Not necessarily. I don't think he's the same person. That doesn't mean that I'm like, it don't matter. It matters. But I wasn't surprised either. Like, were you surprised? No, absolutely not. It's not surprising. Not even based off of his age. It makes sense for the the era that he grew up in. It makes sense that that's what he would go through. That's what he would experience. Like, that's how he was raised. It makes sense. I do wonder why they didn't give him the Kyrie package, though. Well, we already know that. He should have to apologize. He should. Privately, should. privately to his players and publicly to his fans and supporters. Should being the operative word. But I feel that when it comes to what black people had to go through, especially in this country and what we had to face, um, some people so much so want to just act like it never happened and put it behind them. Or not even that. Just disregard it. 
that they don't put as much value as put as much value as to the struggle that we went through. They don't want to. They don't care. And they don't have to. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue, right? Like, if we're all going to accept that we all evolve, we grow, we learn, we change, which I'm all for that because we do. At least you should, right? I don't think anybody is the same person they were 40, 50 years ago. I would hope you're not. At the same time, if you are not the same person that you were 40, 50 years ago, it should be very, very easy for you to step out and say, listen, this is what it is. That's what was going on with me at that time. This is who I am today. This is what I've done in between all of that in order to show my growth and change. Your answer shouldn't be, I was just there observing. No, you weren't. That's no. not good enough for me. It's That's not. not cut it. And the reason why I think a lot of people will get away with the fact that Jerry Jones doesn't have to go through this list of apologies and making it right, right, mm-hmm. is because people like to be like, it was so long ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that it was so long ago. Because if this happened to Jewish people, it wouldn't be so long ago. It wouldn't. doesn't matter. If this all. happened to anybody, a part of the LGP global community, <laughs> I can... Don't that's get you. mad. Nah, that's you. Yeah, you're right. Because people going to be like, oh, I'm mad that I'm, yeah. I'm the L in But it, it. doesn't you know, matter. It won't matter. You want to know why? Well, we've seen it. Because other people who are not of our pigmentation are part of those communities. 100%. And they will always have more privilege than we do. And I feel like that's always going to be what it comes down to. And that's the part that bothers me. I'm with you on that. Like we spoke about and that the last sucks. time we were here. It sucks, right? Because it's not about whether you agree with what Kyrie said or you agree with what Kanye said. It's not about any of that. It's the buck breaking for me, right? When you didn't agree with what, what Kyrie said, which is fine. You don't have to. I'm not saying I do or I don't. What I'm saying is I gave that man a checklist of things he had to do in order to be accepted by the community again. Jerry Jones ain't get one thing to do. Why? Why? Keep that same energy. Keep the same energy, right? And then they'll say, oh, but he was he was 17, he was 18, he was a teenager. You know who else was a teenager and paid for their mistakes? Mm. Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. He was a teenager. He had, he had to die for what he did. It didn't matter then. Emmett Till. Last time I checked, he wasn't a grown man when he died. Mm-mm. So it don't matter, right? It doesn't matter. It, it, what matters is you did something that was wrong. It's very, very, very clear it was wrong. I don't want you to get up there and say, but I've helped 100 black people since then. Look at Emmett Smith. Look at Michael Orfeo. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that. You was wrong, bro. You had no business being there. And there should be something in your heart that makes you feel like even if you don't feel like you owe it to us, just do it. Exactly. And I also want to clarify this. What I'm saying is not that I'm not on the side of you know, members of the LGBT community. Damn it, it's so hard. Like, Are you even y'all... gay? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so hard to say it. Like, I don't want to. Yo, what's up like, you, yo? God dang. <laughs> All these freaking letters. All right. Damn. I'm frustrated and I am a lesbian woman saying it. It, it, oh my gosh! Y'all know what I'm trying to canceled, say. Look, yo. I support my community and so. the community of others, and yeah. then I also support the Jewish community. Like I support the communities who have always been looked down upon. I support them. I just feel that when it comes to people who treat them wrong, right, and the energy that they receive to make up for it, as the black community, we should receive that same energy, and we do not in this country. Which is what I believe wholeheartedly is all Dave Chappelle was trying to say. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think Dave Chappelle was putting any communities down. He was just simply saying it in his way. Kyrie was saying it in his way. You may not agree with the way they went about it, and then I'm completely okay with that. I will never be the person who steps up and tells the Jewish community that they should not be offended. I will not tell any community that I'm not a part of that they should not be offended. That's your right to be offended. I do not like when anybody that is not black says this is how black people should feel or shouldn't feel. Hey, that ain't your fight. Right. Right? Like, that's not the fight. I stay where my lane is. At the same time, if you try to debate or argue against the fact that it's a little bit different when the communities are offended, I don't know what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Because it's pretty damn clear. And until I see Jerry Jones get a checklist of shit he got to do to make it right, I don't even know what there is to debate. Mm-hmm. That don't mean I'm not going to be a Cowboys fan for the rest of my life, but it also means that me being a Cowboys fan is not necessarily me being a Jerry Jones fan. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. Exactly. You covered that? Yep. Who's next? All right, reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah. I was dreaming about the game. I was thinking about this, Katie, and I thought the best way for me to put it was to call it a puzzle. Mm. And what I mean by puzzle is this. There are a lot of people in life who have real life emotions and feelings for people you've never met in real life. It's that simple for me. Ask yourself why. And how does that make sense to you, right? Like, we live in this world, in this era, where people will legit, I'm talking about have legit hate Mm -hmm. or feelings in real life about people they've never met in real life and actually think that that's healthy or makes some kind of sense. To me, when you meet someone, They give you pieces of them at a time, right? Mm -hmm. Even when you meet them, when you're around them, when you're getting to know them, when you're dating them. We ain't even talking about never having met them, right? We're talking about actually spending time with someone. No one's perfect. So you give people, typically, pieces of yourself. Right. And over time, you can put those pieces together. And when you get enough pieces, you can... Use those pieces in order to create somewhat of a picture of who they really are. So if you've never met someone, technically they've never given you a piece. Mm -hmm. Even if you've only been around someone a couple times, they have not given you many pieces. Most puzzles are what? 100 piece, 200 piece, 500 piece, Mm -hmm. 1,000 piece. So if you're walking around trying to build a picture, a full picture off of who someone is as a person, and most of us are designed in a manner with layers and shit like that, most of us at least a 500-piece puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. How are you forming a conclusion that you're confident in with 11 pieces. Like, it's legit to me, and you can tell me if I'm bugging, like going to get a 500-piece puzzle, taking five pieces out of it, putting the five pieces down and saying you got the full picture, you know what it is. I highly doubt that's possible. Right? Like, if you don't know what the final product is, if you don't know, if you have no idea, and somebody gives you five pieces of a 500-piece puzzle, you know what it is? You don't have any idea. That's what people do. 
In fact, people are so <laughs> out there to me that they do this with no pieces. You don't have one piece of this person, but you got a full enough picture in your mind to hate them, right. to be jealous of them, to feel a way about them, to have any feeling toward them whatsoever. And for some reason, this is going on so long that no one even sees this as weird. I hear it all the time. I be around people. I don't like him. Never met him. I know, but that's not about him. What? What? Yeah. (laughs) What? You literally don't know them. It's like people look at celebrities almost as uh, like dartboards in a way. You're just throwing darts at them. You don't know shit about them. You don't know what they went through to get to where they are. So where is it really coming from? Mm -hmm. I guess that's ultimately what I'm asking. If you are the kind of person who hates somebody you never met, who has all these emotions for somebody you've never been around, like real-life emotions, that it actually, like, you can see it in people sometimes. They on Twitter. 45 characters, pissed off, right? You on Instagram, wherever it is. You sending messages. You ah, you really, like, genuinely angry. you like, you got real-life feelings for somebody you haven't met in real life. Mm. These people don't stop to go, hold up, yo. What even is this that I'm doing? Right. You cannot. It's literally impossible to create a full picture of anything without the appropriate amount of pieces. And yet, so many people are walking around doing that every day as if it actually makes sense. Mm. A lot of y'all are trying to solve the puzzle with no pieces. Right. Does that make them the problem? Who's next? Quote of the week. Sometimes life is not short. Mm. You just wait too damn long. Well. And that's from me. That's my quote. Everybody let her run around talking about life is short. And it's true. Life is short. But a lot of times y'all be using life is short. It's not because life is short. It's because you waiting too damn long. Mm-hmm. Okay? You waited too long to tell that person you love them. Waited too long to tell that person you sorry. You waited too long to go for that job. You waited too long to take that leap. You waited too long to start being a good friend, a good parent, a good spouse, a good coworker, whatever it is. You waited too long to go to church. You was playing with Jesus. You waited too long to do all of the things that you always wanted to do. You always hear people when they go to the old folks' home and they on their deathbeds, they say, what's the number one thing? Oh, I wish I'd have did that. I wish I wouldn't have had no fears. I wish I wouldn't have. Hey, when you really, really like that and you truly live as if every single day is your last, life ain't that damn short. True. You got some time. Yep. So if you run around talking about how short life is, maybe your ass just need to be a little taller. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Yeah. You with that? Yeah. Well, then I'm done here, Katie. Well, you did a damn good job. How'd I do? I did all right? Yeah. I've been, I've been going for a little while. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had to come I back. I had to tell them. I'm proud of you. Nah, I'm, I'm the problem. You know? Be in here. <laughs> What's up? That's it. Katie, what you got? Send them home. Look, if she ain't throwing it back, then you should... I finished that shit. What you oh, mean? Like oh, you what? Okay. Why I you thought, start giggling and shit? No, finish it. Now I, come I thought strong. you was about to say something. No, and I, I looked over. No, when you said look, I was looking. Like anytime you start with look, you already know I'm. I'm looking. What? If she ain't throwing it back, yeah. then you need to get on a different track. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I ain't with that. Say we'll be back. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Next week, bitches. <laughs> 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 <laughs>